Hub Hopper Originals. And welcome everyone to episode number 18 of the unofficial VAR, a Hub Hopper Original podcast. How are you doing guys? What a spectacular weekend we've had and the Premier League has finally concluded. But before we move on, let us welcome back my co-host Slomo Samuel. Slomo, where have you been? How have you been these two weeks by the way? I I think I had gone to the Himalayas for a bit for the because first <laughs> went to the final so I went to the Himalayas for Oh clearly clearly I think yeah. many and many people have been asking us and we've received some incredible response in the past few couple of episodes I think the past 5 6 episodes have been very good isn't it yeah, So yeah. once again thank you a big thank you to the Hub Hopper team who's been exceptional with their marketing and promotion and uh, I hope we've lived up to the expectations of the unofficial VAR. But slow-mo, the Premier League season's over, isn't it? And we are at that phase where we won't have club football for like three months now. How do you mm. feel about that? <laughs> Sad enough, but I think this season has given us enough talk to last into the next three months because the <laughs> Champions League, this has been the greatest Champions League season ever and you also have the Premier League title going down, right down to the wire. Oh, absolutely. And uh, what a Premier League title race this has been. City crowned the eventual champions. I mean, whoever is listening to this podcast will be like, Are boldo, yaar. Kaun jita? Kaun jita? we have missed it. If you have missed it, it's Manchester City who have who fend off Liverpool's title challenge and they finish with 98 points, low more, just too shy of 100. What did you make of that Brighton City game yesterday? Uh, so the first half was a little bit uh, wobbly for City. The first uh, uh, 25 minutes saw Brighton playing a very high, like a very deep uh, defensive line and they were very uh, disciplined. Brighton, in fact, got the first goal from a corner where oh, yes. uh, Glenn Murray headed it in at the near post. And uh, to be honest, uh, Zinchenko didn't uh, really mark him properly and he just headed in the ball, a classic uh, Glenn Murray goal. But Absolutely. Then, uh, so and and at and at and at the same point in time, uh, Liverpool were one 0 ahead. Uh, oh so yeah. Money goes. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Liverpool went on top for like a minute, um, but then you saw the incredible strength and depth that City have. Uh, they uh, they came back and. Aguero got the equaliser. Oh, and absolutely. Then, yeah, Sergio Aguero, th- yeah, 30th, in yeah. a 27 minute, yeah, straight away. Minute, and then in, in a 38th minute, we had the uh, Laporte header from a Mares corner. Shlomo, uh, if Mares, I'm not wrong, Shlomo, if I'm yeah. not wrong, yeah, it was a Laporte goal, correct. Uh, yeah. Yeah, correct, correct. Yeah, and that goal yeah. that clearly calmed some nerves, isn't it? I two mean, one, yeah. So yeah. they went into the second half with a 2 1 lead, and then you had a sensational uh, Mares goal uh, that he. Uh, dribbled past uh, Duffy, I think, and he smashed it into the top corner. That made it three-one, and then you had the uh, Gundwan free kick, which was a sensational free kick to see City crowned champions uh, for the second uh, consecutive season. And this is the only the first time in ten years that a Premier League title has been defended. Absolutely, and Gundogan's goal was an icing on the cake, and yeah. an icing on the cake that was going to be cut in the party. I hope we have another documentary. On, yeah. uh, they might already worthy, be on a uh, documentary. <laughs> oh yeah, but I still, Spurs, Spurs yeah. have the DVDs. Uh, 
फुटबॉल डिस्कशन नाव एंड सिटी ओनली द फर्स्ट टीम टू विन बैक टू बैक टाइटल इन डेकेड आई मीन दैट हेडन बीन डन टिल मैनचेस्टर यूनाइटेड साइड हू वन इन टू थाउजेंड एट नाइन ऑब्वियसली दैट टाइम दे हेड वन थ्री इन अरो सिक्स सेवन सेवन एट एंड एट नाइन बट दिस इज टू इन अरो एंड पेप गोडियोलाज बिल्ड अ मैग्निफिशेंट टीम इज इन टेड एंड दिस सिटी टीम इज गोइंग टू बी द वन टू चैलेंज आई मीन देव रेज द बार फॉर ऑल द टीम्स इन द प्रीमियर लीग एस्पेशली द टॉप सिक्स and that yeah. reminds me that there was one brilliant magnificent club led by jurgen klopp who was in contention all these times and 97 points and second place i mean that might be heartbreaking as a fan isn't it i mean to go there 97 points you have the best pfa best player of the uh, season you have two very good full backs good defenders you have a very good defense line you have the top goal scorer with you you just lose once in the entire premier league season to the to the winners eventual winners and yeah. you finish second that might must be heartbreaking isn't it yeah the the stats also say that if uh, liverpool with with 97 points would have won the league in in the past 27 season they would have won the league 25 times so oh my god that, that just goes to say how much of a fight and how good manchester city were but props to liverpool liverpool have been brilliant their uh, their attacking play has been brilliant and i feel the best the most improved side of uh, liverpool has been their uh, defense where mm-hmm. uh, you you had virgil van dijk and alisson becker but let's not forget the contributions of trent alexander arnold who had a, who had a another assist yesterday that i think he goes to 15 for the season yeah. which is incredible for a 21 year old and oh and, and yeah and then you know andrew robertson as well so both the flanks yeah. being bombarded by the full backs and you know who can take away the signings of fabinho nabi keita and even zerdan yeah. shakiri has been a top notch buy for liverpool i mean that squad depth is sensational i mean the, they they might look on uh, at the the games at old trafford or at uh, yeah, or at goodison park or at uh, uh, away to leicester and they drop points there and anything could have happened you know they and they've dropped they've dropped points away from home that's been a yeah. concern but you know they've dropped points and those have been draws not defeats they've just lost one game goes yeah. on goes to show and you know for all the humanity talks and stuff i think liverpool have set a very good example of how uh, transfer business must be done i mean 142 million from coutinho put to good use in van dijk and alisson i mean top notch i mean that 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 spot is sorted i mean he's a yeah. leader in defense you can see him shouting and uh, you know uh, giving orders to his players around him setting up the line high lines and stuff whenever they come up and so organized at the back it's hard done i think but this liverpool side still has a champions league final to play which i think should be the crowning moment of their season by the way yeah. Yeah. because uh, there's humanity at stake again there <laughs> and uh, yeah. we all arsenal fans are in liverpool's corner united fans are in uh, spurs corner it's more of like an off field manchester united versus arsenal game yeah so store as much liquor as you want that night if uh, <laughs> spurs win we'll we might have to buy more 
if Spurs lose, we might have to sprinkle a lot because we'll be yeah. doing a lot of celebrations. But hey, these have been the top two sides in the Premier League, top notch, level above the rest. The, you know, the class, yeah. the, the the gulf is so high. But mm. uh, let's talk about the others now and Chelsea finishing third, Tottenham finishing fourth. What do you make of Chelsea's season so far? Uh, Chelsea have a very mixed season. You had the fiasco in the League Cup final where Kepa refused to come off. Uh, they started the season also very well, Chelsea. They started 12. Uh, they uh, started with a 12-game unbeaten run, but that oh, yeah. all went that all uh, went downhill from there. And uh, if you saw the Europa League semi-final second leg at at the bridge, uh, you saw that Aspirata was belting out orders, was shouting out uh, decisions, but Sari was just standing at the uh, uh, <laughs> and saying nothing to his players. Maybe that speaks of what Sari has done at the club. But Player power he, at Chelsea? Player power? There has been a lot of uh, player power at Chelsea. You had the Diego Costa fiasco where he didn't play for, uh, for a good six months before going back to Atletico, F- yeah. Atletico Madrid. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but Chelsea have had a good season. Actually, uh, to be honest, they have reached the uh, Europa League final. Uh, they have got the Champions League league place back in their uh, kitty. And uh, they will look to maybe keep Eden Hazard, but you can't keep a good player down. And uh, his destiny calls to Real Madrid. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, to be very honest, I think, I think credit to Sari, first of all. Because uh, with yeah. everything that he's got available at his disposal, I mean, Jorginho was questioned at times even by me. But I think Jorginho has been magnificent in the last, yeah. uh, towards the last uh, and end of the Chelsea season. Chelsea will have to keep Sari because they have a two-window uh, two transfer ban right now. Absolutely, they have a transfer window ban, which means they have to find out solutions internally. And I think a club like Chelsea have definitely have a lot of options when it comes to, you know, uh, uh, promoting players from the academy which reminds me of Ruben Loftus-Cheek you know and yeah. he has one more player slow more Callum Hudson I mean these two have to be there at the club next season because they provide that young industry into the midfield and you know that tenacity and that yeah. will to fight and you know uh, young enough and hungry to prove that they are uh, there for the long run in the game so, I think yeah. it's been uh, safe to say that Chelsea finished where they deserved to because the way things started in the at the beginning of the Premier League, it looked like Chelsea would challenge for the title. But I think then you could see the Gulf in the, the, you know, the class apart in the top two sides. But hey, yeah. Spurs finished fourth uh, with a yeah. Champions League final. What do you make of their season? By the way, they drew 2-2 against Everton, which means yeah. they are North London closest rivals. Arsenal missed out on top four by one point. But we'll get yeah. to Arsenal later. Let's talk about Spurs now. Pochettino... Uh, Spurs, yeah. Spurs have had a magnificent season. They might have faltered in the last few weeks. They lost to Leicester. They lost to West Ham. They might have faltered quite a lot. But let's be honest, they have reached a Champions League final, a dream for Spurs. Uh, and with them, with they haven't done any business in in the last two uh, transfer windows in in the uh, 2018 uh, uh, June to August window and uh, January 2019. Absolutely, they didn't, do, they didn't do any business. And what Poch has done is nothing short of a miracle. He's got his players together. He's got the team spirit, and they they have clinched the Champions League spot. But they can do one better with uh, with a win versus 
Liverpool, Absolutely. and they also missed out Harry Kane for for a second leg at Amsterdam, and you could see the drive that Spurs had. That okay, there is no captain, but someone will step up and take initiative, and that was Lucas Moura. Oh at, yeah, and credit, and you know, you know, credit to Portugal, you know, who's tactically being so astute. I mean, he was the one to take off Vanyama and bring Lorente in. And we all saw at the Spurs uh, stadium, the White Hart Lane stadium, that um, uh, Yorente was an aerial threat. I mean, Spurs were bombing in balls ahead. Yorente bringing them down with the chest. I mean, Dili had a lot of problems dealing with uh, Yorente, which left spaces for Lucas Mora. And I think that's where the game turned on its head. If yeah. you look at the athletic ability of the Ajax players, they were one above Spurs. But if you look at the aerial presence, the physical presence, Spurs had them... And then you yeah. can see the experience came to full effect. I mean, if, if somebody had told me that Musa Sissoko, Lucas Mora, players like these would be playing Champions League final, uh, I would have laughed it off. But hey, it's become a reality. And what a moment for yeah. Lucas Mora. So, yeah. a good season there. Magnificent season for Spurs. Nonetheless, they have secured Champions League as well. Because they finished fourth. Even if they failed to win the Champions League, they still have the UCL. Which is very important now, considering their stadium move, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, so Arsenal finished fifth and we have a lot to talk. Slomo has got a lot to talk on Arsenal season. And mm. before you go to the Himalayas, by the way, I I hope we don't have to because we really want to continue with the unofficial VAR. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> one point shy of uh, a, a fourth spot, two points shy of a second, third uh, spot, you know. Uh, mm. have, have, have that been different had we won at Brighton and... Uh, what did you make of Unai Emery's first season in charge of Arsenal, especially after Arsene Wenger um, has gone? Let's be honest, it's been a really good season. However bad we were in, in the last few weeks, we lost to Leicester, we lost to Wolves, we uh, lost to Crystal Palace at the MS, which was a game we should have won and could have got the Champions League spot. But hey, that's over and it's, it, it, it's in the past now. Even the game with Brighton where we drew, we could have got... Got those three points or and just got the Champions League for, but I'm I'm not going to be uh, remorseful now. And uh, Unai Emery has been a brilliant manager at Arsenal so far. He's got the right players. He's he's got the right uh, mindset. He's I feel the most important thing that he's got at Arsenal. He's got the players to feel for the club and to play to play for the club once again. Absolutely. And you know, the, the performance in the, the top in the big matches has been brilliant, isn't it? Beating yeah. United, beating Chelsea. Uh, beating Chelsea at home and, you know, uh, beating Spurs at home. He's got yeah. us back in the big games. I mean, even if you look at the away games, uh, we just lost 5-1 to Liverpool. If you look at the other games, we drew at Spurs, we drew at United where we could have probably won. And we all lost to City where it was just his second game. Yeah. So... Uh, a loss to Chelsea away, sorry, which was his second game. So, yeah. a commendable job from Una Emery, 50 million spent. I think he's got very good players in Lucas Torreira and Leno. So, yeah. all Arsenal need is one dynamic winger and they should hold on to Lacazette and Aubameyang for the next two seasons as well and they're good to go in yeah. uh, the league is what I feel. But, but if, the, yeah. If I'm not wrong, uh, Barcelona have expressed interest in uh, Lacazette. Oh yeah, that that Lacazette is uh, easily available. Just give us Messi, Umtiti, and Rakitic, and we'll think <laughs> about it. 
Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Arsenal, but they will have to. We will want to win that uh, Europa League final, and uh, then there will be five teams in 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 a Champions League. And uh, uh, Prasad, do you want to say that the team's name which has missed out in the Champions League? If if Arsenal win the Europa League, let me find a wheel first. Okay, there's a wheel, <laughs> and uh, there's no Ole sitting on top of it. Maybe he is in Manchester. Yes, but Manchester it's, United will miss out on that. Very, is it a very wobbly wheel? Like it's all it's all over the place. Oh yeah, and that wobbly wheel is the next topic of the podcast because Manchester United lost to Cardiff, which none yeah. of us saw coming because we thought yeah. even with their. Uh, poor run of games they could have at least won their last game of the season against a relegated Cardiff side so you know you know uh, thumbs up to Ole who's actually got Cardiff playing very well after 5 seasons even if it took 5 years <laughs> finally <laughs> but uh, what have you made of Ole Solskjaer's appointment at the club I think is Ed Woodward the one they should be uh, telling you know we need a director of football and only then and then can this club have a direction now because since Sir Alex Ferguson has left, everything has gone downhill despite hmm. Mourinho's Europa League triumph and uh, League Cup triumph. Yeah. So, uh, considering uh, Mourinho where, where they finished second with the same squad in 17-18, that, that feels like a goddamn miracle right now. And we all criticized uh, Mourinho when he left and when... Uh, Ole went on that magnificent run in uh, uh, December, January. We all thought he is he is like the savior of Manchester United, but it didn't turn out to be. Uh, Mourinho has finished second, and Ole has finished sixth. And you you know how the results were. So, but the absolutely team, the, the problem with United is not about the manager. It's more about the ownership and how the Glazer family has uh, made it into more like a profitable and marketing side of United and not they don't really care what's happening on the pitch they want to uh, leverage the club's history as a way of getting in more uh, advertisements and all of that and I, and I feel that's what's happened on the pitch too uh, they care about players like Smalling Young Jones and they, they have let Ander Herrera go absolutely I think some will agree some will disagree but the fact that they need to get rid of those pensioners first and players like Alexis Sanchez who are not going to contribute because he's a player on a wage of 500k a week if I'm not wrong yeah. and uh, that's really concerning for a club like United whose best player is uh, being abused if you see the video last night he was abused all over Old Trafford one section of Old Trafford abused him and he's been the best player this season he has the most number of goals and he's had the most number of assists and I can't think of any other player that comes to my mind when you're saying United's best player. He's carried the team, by the way, in some games. Yeah. And the only reason why they have an attacking presence is because of Paul Pogba. And uh, uh, the others are in patches. So there's a lot of work for United to be done in uh, the transfer market. But we'll have a full-fledged um, review episode of United where we will get in a special guest from Manchester United, a fan of Manchester United. But Shlomo, what a Premier League season it has been. I mean, 98 points for City, 97 for Liverpool and then you go straight down to 72 yeah. where you have Chelsea, then you have 71, you have Spurs, you have Arsenal at 70 and Manchester United finished 6th with 66. That's one hell of a season. 6 6, yeah. six. <laughs> uh, So, uh, so Ole is at the wheel, definitely. No, Red Devils. 
the yeah. red devils are yeah, sixth they, they are sixth and um, i don't know why that money was spent on fred or if fred was mismanaged and uh, i don't know what's going on with the luke shaw situation and with the lukaku situation what's up with anthony marshall and lingard and mata what 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 are the futures at the club for matic you know harera is going uh, will jones and um, young uh, have their own uh, pensioner uh, fc thing kind of yeah yeah pensioner fund plan so a lot of questions to be answered we'll see all of that in the review episode but let's jump straight to the second league that's been going that's gone to the wire and that is the bundesliga slomo can you update us with the results of the top 2 by the way yeah so uh, dortmund had a 3-2 win over dortchu or over fortuna or dusseldorf and yeah, absolutely and bayern munich were held to a uh, goalless draw uh, versus RB Leipzig. So now that brings us to a very, very uh, tense final day where uh, Bayern Munich are on 75 points and uh, Dortmund are now on 73 points. So if Bayern uh, uh, Munich lose a final game where they play a very good Frankfurt side and uh, Dortmund go to uh, Montjuic where where they have a where they have a good uh, uh, record there. So if 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 they win that, Dortmund win the league by an incredible one point absolutely and it's it's all to play for in the bundesliga yeah. i think you you can't see many people telling you that over the seasons bayern have been the dominant force in the bundesliga i mean yeah. since the 11 12 club season i think it's been all bayern yeah. uh, winning five titles in a row and uh, uh, this could have been yet another title but it's gone down to the wire it's still in their hands by the way i think they have a better gd in terms uh, of yeah, the uh compared to dortmund 35 oh shit and and that bring reminds me of the final thumping of dortmund uh where that kind of you know was one game in the many slip ups that dortmund had in february lucien favre's men were flying high in the bundesliga so anything can happen uh, over the course but we got two cracker games in the final bundesliga season uh slomo what's the situation with the other two champions league spots yeah so uh, you have uh, frankfurt also uh, vying for the uh, champions league positions yes. and you have i i think uh, monchenblank is in third right yeah monchenblank is in fifth i think rb leipzig yeah. is in third yeah so i think rb okay. leipzig have it all sorted out i think monchenblank yeah. will so yeah. so take so technically leipzig speaking leipzig are in are third with 66 points and you have uh, monchenblank with fourth on 55 points and then you have a very close net of 4 to 7 so fourth is montreal with 55 fifth is bayer uh, leverkusen with 55 yeah uh, sixth is frankfurt with 54 and uh, wolfsburg is seventh uh, with 52 so you so let's say you know frankfurt leverkusen um, you know then you have leipzig all these teams are in contention you have munchen gladbach as well so this, yeah. it's another cracker uh, bundesliga season you know i think it's so comp- it's been so competitive uh, yeah. if you if you look at the leagues in italy and france i think the winners are clear there but even the third fourth spots are up for grabs as i see yeah. so yeah. so uh, uh, long story short it's bayern title it's bayern's title to lose now and uh, bbb can only hope that bayern at least lose their game and they win it because even they have dropped points away from home a lot this season 
So Shlomo, moving on to the Serie A, and one team that comes to my mind, apart from Juventus, who eventually won their eighth consecutive title, is Atalanta. Yeah. Can you tell us why? Yeah. Uh, so Atalanta are currently third with sixty. Uh, Five points from 36 games because they won two nil over the weekend uh, over Genoa with uh, uh, Barrow and uh, Castagne scoring uh, for uh, Atlanta and they are uh, they can qualify for the Champions League if they just uh, go on to win their next three games in in this area. Uh, Prasad, how do you see their striker Zapata's? Uh, Tremendous, yes. Tremendous, tremendous. That man has been, that man has taken Atlanta, grabbed the team by the scuff of their neck, and he's going to be one of the primary reasons they are going to make it to the Champions League. I mean, his goals yeah. and assists have been top, and yeah. that's what you need from a striker. I mean, look at the fans; they will be dreaming about a Champions League night. It's yeah. the biggest club competition in world football history. And yeah. um, to be there, to be in third spot, I mean, I mean, Inter have one play, have one game less. They play Kiev tonight, but Atlanta's fourth spot is in their own hand. Even if Inter managed to win their game tonight, Atlanta will still be a couple of points ahead of everyone. Three points ahead of Milan yeah. and uh, Roma, who are uh, fifth and sixth with 62. So Atlanta have it in their hands now, and they can qualify for the Champions League with a minimum yeah. of three points because. Milan and Roma technically will finish on 68. So Atlanta still have, I think Atlanta still have to face UAE if I'm not wrong, which will be a cracker of a contest mm. going into the final two days. But Slomo, uh, what did you, what do you make of the other sides, Inter Milan, Roma, and AC Milan? Who do you think finishes so, third, fourth? I feel there would be Inter Milan finishing of fourth because they they have the squad and they have the consistency to get to the Champions League. They are Uh, currently in fourth spot with 63 points from 35 games and and they are playing Kiev uh, Kiev uh, tonight. So if they uh, win their next two games, they sorry they uh, finish as as uh, minimum of fourth in in the in the Serie A. Um, then you have AC Milan. Uh, they won over the weekend over Fiorentina. They had a Karen a Karen Oglu header, seeing it uh, seeing Milan to one nil win. uh they go on to 62 points from 36 games they are uh, currently uh, fifth in the serie a and then you had uh, napoli also sealing uh, second place in the serie a they finished they accounted 76 points uh, mario rui late goal seeing napoli to a 2-1 win over spal uh, but the surprise uh, result of this week serie a was roma winning 2-0 Over Juventus, how did you see the game happen? Absolutely, and at one point I felt Juventus would win it. I think Cristiano's goal was ruled offside yeah. or ruled uh, uh, not a goal because of the VAR. And uh, I, at that point, I felt that it would end nil-nil. But 17 minutes, 79, and I think it was the stoppage time where Zeko scored, and yeah. clearly a Roma side who's uh, again. Uh, been a bit inconsistent, but still now after that win, are back in contention of the Champions League yeah, uh, places. Yeah, currently sixth, yeah, with 62 points from 36 games. Absolutely, and they, that that goes on to tell you that they are still hungry for the Champions League places. I mean, Claudio Ranieri was hired just a few months back, but uh, even he has a challenge with the squad they have. 
and uh, it's been a very good battle for the three places three and four especially now that napoli have wrapped up the second place and juventus yeah. have won the scudetto so um, hmm. um i think i feel inter finished third will finish third and i think atlanta will finish fourth going by the looks of it i think it will be juventus napoli inter and atlanta that yeah. feel the top four if only for a miracle then you might have both ac milan and roma back but it's been a very good uh, serie a season i think this has been one of the most competitive seasons yeah, uh, in the serie a in terms of in terms of the champions league qualification absolutely and if you look yeah. at the next season i think these teams yeah. should be challenging juventus hopefully with a few oh. good signings in the transfer market so slowmo yeah. anything that we are missing throughout so is we that are, uh, we have to just give our all uh, our listeners a quick wrap up of the la liga where uh, Barcelona had a tunnel win over uh, Getafe. Oh yes, uh, yes, yes. And the most surprising result was I don't I don't think so it's uh, surprising anymore. Real Madrid <laughs> crashing two or three uh, one loss to Real Sociedad. Oh yeah, three one loss to Real Sociedad and Real Sociedad's yes. home ground is a very difficult place to go by the way. Yeah. And uh, then you also had Atletico Madrid draw one one to Sevilla. Yeah. and uh, that means that valencia's 2-1 win keeps them brings them yeah. into the fourth spot and uh, clearly now getafe are in fifth but i think valencia getafe have all to battle for for that final champions yeah. league spot so there was also of of villarreal saving themselves from a relegation with absolutely. a 1-0 win absolutely over ibar yeah. and you can say oh santi cazorla all you want because the man was top um uh, all uh, put an injury career threatening injury behind him and has uh, taken villarreal out of the uh, yeah. uh, relegation zone so yeah. what a what a fun episode i think we are 18 episodes down the line on the unofficial var and we will be uh, it's it's not a dull summer by the way there's copa america that's coming up and uh, there is also the african cup of nations which i'm if i'm not wrong that is coming up slowmo yeah and uh, we also have a new coach uh, the indian team has a new coach igor stimach uh, we will be doing a short episode on him and the other possibilities sometime down the line whenever yeah. we have time um, so it's been a fantastic episode slowmo and just before we go let's remind our viewers that uh, that the championship playoffs are in uh, action this week, midweek and we also have uh, uh, an FA Cup final on Saturday where Manchester City play Watford and are eyeing a domestic treble by the way so if you are looking forward we'll be putting out an episode straight away on the next Monday which Lomo and me kind of have started liking now the day because for everyone it's Monday blues but for us it's the unofficial VAR day and uh, Lomo is there anything that you would like to add Yeah, uh, we would also be doing a season review of each uh, of each big club in Europe with a very dedicated fan from from uh, from India itself. We will be talking to them on how their club was, what what are the fans' reactions, and we'll be putting out a special episode for each club. Absolutely. So we have the top six in the Premier League. We don't mind if we have a Bundesliga uh, fan club. We have a Bayern fan club, Dortmund fan club. Just let us know, and we'll make sure we reach out to you. Well, uh, Shlomo, it's been a great uh, pleasure doing this episode once again. 
and we would still we would also like to thank the hub hopper team because the marketing has been superb i think we have received a tra- we have received tremendous response over the past 6 7 episodes and the unofficial var has just grown so you can now find us under the sports and recreation acti- uh, category obviously you can find us in the evening plus chills category so here's your host prasad signing out with slowmo samuel on episode number 18 of the unofficial var bye 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 Okay, 3144 पे दी एपिसोड गॉट ओवर ठीक है ठीक है भेज दे मेरे को हां भेज देता हूं चल आई विल कॉल यू लेटर आई एम पुटिंग अप राइट नाउ ओके ग्रेट चल बाय आई होप यू एंजॉयड दिस हब हॉपर ओरिजिनल पॉडकास्ट इफ यू वांट टू गेट स्टार्टेड विद योर ओन शो प्लीज डू गेट इन टच वी'd लव टू हैव यू ऑन बोर्ड सेंड एन ईमेल टू info@hubhopper.com दैट्स info@hubhopper.com एंड वी'ल गेट बैक टू यू इन अ फ्लैश We're looking forward to creating some great audio content together.